Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? It's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's a, you know, it's a time for a little gaming gumbo here on Ready Check Radio, our weekly gaming wrap-up podcast. Welcome, welcome to chat. Make sure you join us live sometime, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, R-A-I-D-E-O. And if you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, hey, consider heading to the .com right below you on the screen there. Follow all the socials in the upper right. Notify subs, tell friends, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know the drill. You've been doing this stuff for long enough. You've figured it all out. We've got a lot to cover and some hosts to do it with. First up, Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? I am so happy right now. So happy. You look thrilled. You know, you, you know what? The the Ready Check Radio swimsuit calendar is on. Wait, what? It's a go now because we got a photographer. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> oh. Mr. January, here I here I come. Oh. oh boy! Oh yeah! Oh my! Oh yeah! <laughs> I guess That's it's time to introduce the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What am I volunteering for here? What yeah. Volunteer, I don't know. Me and That's Special guest host Mike B, aka Mike B. What's up, sir? How are you? I f I feel great, rested, and full of energy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's not like you just got back from LA today or anything. <laughs> Come on. Just a just a week of just eating trash food and just, you know, just you know. <laughs> That's my life, man. When do I not eat, eat trash food? No, eat trash food. Thank you for coming to join us though. I I, I contacted Mike like probably about a month and a half ago and I was like, "Hey, so I told him like a year or so ago, whatever it was, like, hey, I'm going to do this thing and whatever. I'd like you to come and guest host, but I want to get it established first. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, hit me up. All right, cool. So I hit him up a month ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, love to do it. No problem, no problem. Can't do it this weekend, though. Got some family thing. Okay, cool. We'll do it next week. Mm, can't do that. What's up, Mike? What? Why can't you do it? Mass Effect comes out that weekend. <laughs> that was important, man. I couldn't, I couldn't. I'm sorry. I couldn't stop. <laughs> it, was, it was like, I, I can't. I can't. Mass Effect comes out that weekend. All right. The following weekend, uh, vaccines. Vaccines. Then the following was week. Was it vaccines? Yeah. No. I think, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do it the following week. So here we are a month later. True to his yeah. word, you are here. You are here. How has been, Mass Effect been for you? Let's start there. Oh, uh, well, uh, we... we completed mass effect one uh and that was uh good you know mass effect two is where everything kind of tightens up a little bit uh in terms of like combat and just like structural story and everything the peripheral stories of the squad mates and everything so you get to know them a little bit better than you do in the first one um and so yeah it was just like you know it was just kind of fun going through and making some slightly different decisions but ultimately still kind of getting the same ending because no matter what I try to do, people come in. They're like, "Oh, I played Paragon, but but uh, Renegade is like Renegade Shepard is so much funnier." And it's I guess it's true. I, I I've never played Paragon, but is he like a nerd or something? Like just like nice and just. Jason, you're Paragon player, aren't you? Oh hell no, no, I'm Renegade <laughs> all the way. 
who the hell's playing Paragon then? Because it's none of us on this show. I, I've been watching a guy play Paragon, and it's it's boring, man. Renegade all the way. Just like Ned Flanders in a in a N seven <laughs> armor. Idly <laughs> ho, Tally. Um, yeah. So, welcome. Thank you for coming to do this. It has been a while since like the the three of us used to do shows together. Used to do shows together over on the old Game Breaker. What have you been doing, Mike, since then? I mean, you obviously got the photography stuff, which has just been going gangbusters for years now, and and doing some very like very. I'm very jealous at the at the career. I'm like this. Why am I not the real Mike? Oh, I can't even be the fake Mike B because he's the phony one. Like. Okay, phony one. That's fuck right. it. I'll be Magic Man. Uh, <laughs> <There you> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> but seriously, you've been doing the uh, just the news uh, on your your channel. You've been doing a bunch of other stuff on your channel. Catch yeah. anybody up that isn't here watching because you're here. Um. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. So photography's been doing great, but that's not really like that's kind of like a peripheral thing that I do to all my gaming stuff. Um. You know, I I, I took a, a, I, I, when I left Game Breaker, I started working full time for Zam, which you remember Zam, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. Wowhead and all those guys. Yeah, we were sad uh, when you went. Yeah, that's right. That's why I disappeared too. Uh, which sucked because you know I was making Warframe videos and like I was getting like all these subscribers, everything was going smooth, and then I was just like, ah, real job, why not just try it out for a little bit? And then it lasted <laughs> like two years. I should have known better because <laughs> in the news we always talk about how you go and you pl you you get a job somewhere in gaming, and what happens? Two years. That's it. You're mm -hmm. done. And I did it to myself. <laughs> I did it to myself. And so I got out of there. They basically dissolved Zam uh, and just let everybody go. They were like, well, you can move to L.A. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking move to L.A. for a job that might last another day. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I went back to streaming and uh, I met mean, all these like wonderful people that they were like, hey, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I still get supporting me ever since. Yeah, it has been streaming and people would show it up and it's great. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, still doing it. Still doing it. They're like, I know that guy. I know. Like, hey, I remember you. Jason, aren't you Darnell? What do you do now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> aren't you Darnell? Oh man. Well, I mean, I guess we should probably cover a little bit of gaming news here instead of just reminiscing for an hour. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Uh, PlayStation State of Play was this week, and if you didn't watch it, uh, you didn't miss much. You, <laughs> you really didn't miss much, except fourteen straight minutes of Horizon West gameplay. And actually, I gotta say it looked pretty sweet. Now, I was just like a lukewarm fan of the original Horizon. I'm not as gung-ho about the original Horizon as some may be. I enjoyed the game, thought it was impressive, but that was about it. I think yeah. the this sequel here has me a little more interested than maybe the original did at that time. Jason, what did you what did you think of the 14 minutes of gameplay and then the abrupt ass fade to black? We got nothing else to show you that Sony did. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. It, it looks outstanding. And you know, as someone who I I still haven't played the first one yet. I, I got it when it was free on my on the PlayStation. Like well, you know, ago, it's now but... on PC, which is pissing everybody off, right? It's not allowed to be. Yeah, on yeah. Every, PC. Every, everyone gets pissed off when a game comes to PC if it's not the perfect port or whatever. I've, yeah, I've seen that plenty of times. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. As as I, you know, frankly, I thought the last one looked amazing too, even though it was on, only on the crappy little PS4 with its you know eight <laughs> polygons or whatever, or whatever. But no, I mean this one being on PS5 looks even amazinger. As I watch it too, I think of um, I think of like when I played the Tomb Raider games. And that's what I'm thinking of here. Although she seems to have more gadgets and more tricks than than Laura did 
in the modern day. Like post-apocalyptic, has got more crazy stuff to do than uh, than Lara did, but it still looks like the same kind of sort of thing. Climbing around, you can see in there, you know, shooting the bad guys, a couple of different weapons and so forth. But yeah, it's definitely something I'll look forward to once I once I get through the first one eventually. Like B, they're swimming, yay, yeah. Yay! Swimming. Yay! I mean, it looks good, man. It does look uh, good. You know, I, 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 when I watched this, um, now I was high, really high when I watched <laughs> this the first time, uh, and I was like, I was, it made me like reflect on myself a little bit. I was like, I was like, wow, damn, man, how I'm, high were you? <laughs> I, I'm pretty high. It was, it was a moment, but I'm watching this. I'm just like, wow, man, I like really, really like games where the main protagonist has a bow and arrow. Like, I was thinking, it was like, I was, I'm looking back to the games that I played, and I missed the first one because it was on PlayStation. I just stopped paying attention. I was like, ah, it's a PlayStation, right. whatever. I'm not going to. My PlayStation's for Destiny, and that's it. Otherwise, it's a paperweight. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so, like, I'm thinking about, like, all the games that I play, and I really love. It's like Lara Croft, right? It's like yeah. bow and arrow. Uh, Crisis 3, bow and arrow. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I, that's It's just, and Valheim, bow and arrow. I just have a thing. And I didn't know this until until I got really high. And I watched that video. Like, and I, was just I like, just found out I some re- stuff about myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're I a Hanzo really man, aren't back. you? Huh? You're a Hanzo man, aren't you? <sighs> I, you know what? I tried him a couple times. I thought it was pretty good. But the tanky stuff really kind of lures me in. So, <laughs> you know. It, not you don't, really, you don't typically have a, a, a protagonist that's a bullier and a tank. It don't really exist in a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, yeah. shoot his hammer. It really doesn't mix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks gorgeous. And, God, I didn't, you know, maybe I'll have to get high and reflect upon my life to see if it teaches me anything on the philosophical front. But uh, I did not know that about you and Bose, and neither did you. So learning yeah, stuff. It, it, it no looks, release date, by great. the way, was given. So, like, we didn't get anything on that front. It literally was just, here's 14 minutes of gameplay, a couple minutes mm-hmm. of us talking about her arsenal, which is... Yeah, Jason, to your point, it is quite the arsenal. Now, obviously, I mean, we're probably not starting the game with much of this stuff to begin with, but they reference, like, the breathing underwater. You're only uh, you're only going to be able to do that with a certain mask that she's wearing in this gameplay. You're only going to be able to do this when you have this and this when you have this. So this is, like, well into the game gameplay that, that we're seeing yeah. here. But I'll tell you what, at the end, when she's fighting the, like, the, the big elephant one with the, the whole building on its back uh, and all of a sudden blows it up off of the elephant's back and all these bodies go flying everywhere, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah that's pretty badass. That is pretty badass. <laughs> Throwing yeah. exploding lances. Do you feel the same way about exploding lances, Mike? <laughs> you know that works for me too you know like an offhand or something you gotta have a good offhand it's a range <laughs> pointy stick I mean it's virtually the same I, I felt I, like I, I was met... watching like uh, I was watching Return of the King when when Legolas is taking on the, the monk oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine that by the end of the first game your character is probably pretty powerful right so hopefully yes. it's it's not like she just forgot all of her powers kind of thing or something happened. She hit her hand. Yeah, they always do that, though. Always give you something. Uh, Lara Croft forgets all her stuff in in the next game or whatever, so... I mean, how do I make explosive arrows? I forgot. That, I need experience points again to do that. Right, so. earn some experience <laughs> points. Learn how to make it. Yeah. The the one thing is though that I will say is like I'm eager to see how this little's like very very story oriented. This 14 minutes we got, 
mm-hmm. I want to see like how this open world because we every open world game over probably like the last three years just feels the same to me right now. Like they all just here's the fog of war and climb a tower and okay it's cool now you can do this and here's some side <laughs> like it just all like Assassin's Creed and even Horizon the the initial one and. Uh-huh. We, we saw Far Cry 6 uh, trailers and, and leaks all this week as well. And just like all those games have started to feel very, very similar to me. So I'm hoping they do something a little different on the open world front here. But we don't, haven't gotten any peaks at that yet. Yeah, there's definitely a formula here that they're following. It's oh, just 100%. a matter of like, you know, whether or not you like the, the combat or the, the something about the game that pulls you in. You know, and it's not just, you know, the same formulaic you know uh where like everything is basically the same uh, there's another game that was released last week i think we're gonna talk about it soon yep um where it looks like basically yeah uh breath of the wild effectively right uh-huh. biomutant i believe yep a little further yeah. mad martha already putting it in chat but yeah we'll have it in the show notes a little later just to get some gut reactions to that because it's a little bit mixed on the internet depending on who you talk to but uh, yeah, that was all the state of play was. And literally, like they said, they, ha- they had this like, it was running for about like 14 hours ahead of state of play. And I don't know if either of you tuned in at any point during it, but wh- they were just like showing almost like on this island where she's at or wherever she's at, because it's like in the United States, Southern United States, Northern Mexico. San Francisco. This San Francisco is actual, area, there's a bridge. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they were like, just, it was like, security camera footage just like cameras in various locations just shooting the scenery and it it just rotated through that for 14 hours and they said hey join us for state of play where we're going to kick it off with 14 uninterrupted minutes of horizon west gameplay okay cool sweet let's do it because the last one or two have been you could have just sent out a press release you didn't have to do this Yeah. The show yeah, no, went is- live. They showed exactly 14 minutes. They talked to the devs for two or three minutes, and then it literally cut to black. That was the end of the broadcast. There was nothing else in the state of play. So maybe well, not delivered. the best. Yeah, I mean, the- <laughs> true. <laughs> Truth in advertising, I guess. But on the other hand, it's like they knew that's what you're waiting for, and as soon as that gets shown, you're going to move away anyway, so... Why even yeah, I guess they like send an email to developers. They were like, "Anybody want to be in state of play after 14 minutes of Horizon footage?" And everybody's yeah, like, "Fuck you can't no, that up. Yeah. <laughs> no." <laughs> we'll see you in next month's state of play. No problem. Uh, other streams were happening this week. We're getting a lot of streams because, as we talked about many, many weeks ago on uh, Gaming Gumbo, here there was a uh, uh, there's a lot of games celebrating anniversaries this year a ton mm. of games celebrating like 20, 25, 30, 35. They're all all on key milestones. So we got the Sonic stream from the Sega team. 30th anniversary. Now, they, uh, in addition to like a bunch of crap I don't want to talk about here, like little mobile spinoffs and, and shit like that, we did get uh, a trailer for Sonic Colors Remaster. Yeah. Remaster. I mean... It, okay. I mean, it looks cool, I guess. Was so, was anybody clamoring for this to be remastered? So I actually just recently played through this game, both on uh, uh, the Wii, I think, and um, uh, DS. Uh, and I got to say, man, it's probably, like, the best um, 
3D Sonic because you know they had a bunch of like 3D Sonics that they tried to do. Yeah. But Sonic Colors is just so 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 good. Soundtrack is so good. The wisps that they add, each one has like a different power, and so it kind of act as like an arsenal. So as you as you collect them, it kind of gives you another way to uh, to traverse the course. Uh, to get like drill, they think they show a clip. There's a drill. You kind of you kind of drill your way through, but only lasts so long. So you have yeah. to kind of get in and out. Um, there's just all kinds of different. They all they're all all the wisps are very 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 different. Um, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a great. Yeah. It was a great game. I'm just like, this game's only what, like nine, ten years old, and we're remastering years. it already. I was surprised. I was like, is this a sequel? Because like ten yeah, years. that's what that's I thought like, it you're, was. You're definitely in like sequel range. I feel like not so much. And I, I can't say that actually because Mass Effect because Legendary Edition. So I guess I can't say that. <laughs> Jason, uh, does this do anything for you? I don't actually know if you are a Sonic guy. No, I'm not. <sighs> Like, do you play anything? (laughs) Out of the park baseball. There you go. (laughs) As you look at your spreadsheets. And and, you know, Total War, because we'll talk talk about that a little bit at some point. So there you go. That's that's my other big. This Excel sheet's got great graphics. (laughs) Great graphics. My guy's got an 83 walk rating. HD Excel. Oh man, 83 walk rating. (laughs) But no, I mean, but I kind of. But on the other hand, you know, you mentioned that yeah, it's not you know, it's only been 10 years. But how many? How many? Skyrims have we gotten over the last 10 years <laughs> it's like if this is the good one if this as they say it's like if it's the best 3D Sonic ever I'm surprised they haven't milked it more yeah but that's different though that's that's porting to different things not a remastering or, or anything of of a 10 year old yeah. game that, that's a little yeah. different I think when you're porting it to a new platform granted and, they're you know, milking the shit out of that cow and have been for two decades now I won't begrudge you that point I'd have to see the side by side between these two because when I look at this, it doesn't look that much different than what I played. Yeah. Granted, though, 480p is like the max you're gonna get out of a Wii with an adapter. So, right. so yes, the graphics would be higher fidelity, but maybe that's why they were able to to make a, a remaster of a game that is probably not the most popular Sonic game. Um, and so there, so they already had the assets and everything. It's like, well, we made these assets in XK, right, 4K or 1080p, whatever. Uh, and they're like, well, let's just go ahead and just re-release it. They were like, you know what? We haven't had Sonic shit sell very well lately. What's the last one that sold really well? Colors? All right, let's do it. Jim, put it up there. <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do well, they it. Just had the, didn't they just do like they've done a bunch of re-releases, of compilations yeah. and stuff like that, kind of like Mega Man did the Mega Man Legacy. Like you know, it's Mega Man. Uh, there's like two discs that you get, uh, yep. or two cartridges. Um, you know, they they did do their own like releases. There's a couple of uh, of, of like combo titles that you could buy. You got I think on Steam you could buy this the Sonic Collection. Uh, so they're doing that as well, but I, I, for some reason, colors just didn't like fit in with that collection thing. Um, Inferno from chat saying because the movie did well, which I think even they were surprised at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I'm gonna think even they yeah. were surprised at after they were like, "Yeah, we got to redo that whole hedgehog thing we did. We're gonna have to redo that." We somehow <laughs> fucked up our mainstay character. So yeah, the the the. There's like that torn that group of people who like people are torn. It's like, oh, it was the whole time it was it was a it was a PR scam. Yeah, the whole time they had the other Sonic ready to go. And it's just like, man, I really don't think that's the case. No, like, I don't think when they introduced the, the first Sonic, I was like, that's exactly what a movie studio would do to Sonic. That's oh, exactly yeah. what they would do. Let's give him <laughs> teeth. Let's give God, that's freaky. Don't do that. 
Yeah, boy. If you're waiting for a new, a purely new 3D Sonic, we are going to get one sometime, at least tentatively right now, next year, 2022. Now, I have nothing to show you here in the B-roll because literally all we got was Sonic running through the woods and a logo. Yeah. That was it. I think the last 3D Sonic Sonic I actually enjoyed was the adventure series on the Dreamcast. So to take things back a little bit, uh, I don't know who's asking for a new 3D one chat. I don't know. 06 kind of just ruined it for everybody. But Who's yeah, for you? yeah. If if they can do a Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure two ish type thing, I'm all for it. But I don't. I'm not pre ordering any Sonic games anytime soon. Let's put it that way, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I'll blame def- you. I'll, get, I'll definitely get Sonic Colors for sure. That's 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 a definite. No buy doubt. For me. No doubt. Yeah. Jason, can I convince you to uh, buy any Sonic game? You won't buy Resident Evil games. Can I convince no. you to buy any Sonic games? Well, they do have that Sonic uh, Olympics game, and they have baseball in that, so maybe. <sighs> <laughs> what? What? Give me a platformer you like then. Um. Awesome! Great! <laughs> Fantastic! Dude, they're so they're just thin. It's like, girl, you. It's like you know, in in old movies or TV shows, uh, like right in hand, they show someone playing Mike, a video game. They're Mike just giving they're, subtle kids hints. Like, kids are going like this with the controller. I don't do games like that anymore. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> too old. Jason would love Dorf. Yes, yes, Dorf romantic. You would love that. There you go. It's nice, slow pace. I was literally just waiting until that found its way into the show somewhere. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know what that is. He definitely was going, I'll have to buy it for him. No, I bought Jason Witcher 3. He played it for two hours. I played more than two hours. Boot up your fucking Steam, you liar. <laughs> there is no way. Like, I literally, I was like. I streamed uh, it for like three or four I was like, hours. Here you go. Here you go. I got through the whole first area. When it was still 60 bucks too, Mike. I was like, here, go. Go play it. Go play it. You'll love it. See? Now you know what it's 13. like. 13.7 hours. Oh, man, you walked in. You went AFK. Shut up. Get <laughs> <laughs> the launcher open the whole time. He was like, I don't like this game, but Mike's going to give me a hard time, so let me just leave this on. <laughs> your partner came by. I was like, what is your computer doing? It's so loud right now. I've had a game running for 14 hours. <laughs> the fans are just going. They're going nuts. <laughs> Uh, so get ready, you have Sonic 3D. Now, we do have a couple new releases I did want to bring up, one of which we already teased a little bit, uh, Biomutants. This is 100% not my kind of game, so you just, you know, you're not going to get a mixed bag out of me. I haven't bought it, probably not going to buy it. Maybe I'll catch it in, like, a Humble Bundle on sale thing. But it has been making weird news all week on this one, like, people loving it, and then... A slew of articles for two days about everything was freaking broken, and then patches coming out, and then review bomb. Like it was been a weird week for Bio Mutant on this one. Jason, have you been keeping your eye on this? First of all, I just want to say I played The Witcher One for seventeen hours, so I actually played that more than I played. Yeah, three. I don't care. I didn't pay for that one. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, I watched some streamers play Bio Mutant a little bit, and I really do love the character of it. And I love the setting and the the voice acting. I thought was great. But as a guy, as one of the guys I was watching was talking about, it's just like 
he talked about how sound design was not good, how like the, the sound effects just don't have that kind of weight to them that he thought. I kind of agreed when I heard that. And he's also, and he, it was him, it was him who complained about the inventory, not me. Wow. But yeah, he was complaining about just having too much stuff and having to craft everything. He was spending more time in menus, it seemed, having to figure out how to do his crafting and so forth than actually playing the game. So I could see why I would have a mixed response, at least just looking at how, how it went for him. Have you been uh, have you been biomutanting it, Mike, or were you too busy this this past week doing nothing because you're totally well rested and 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 everything? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm in no position to criticize the game, but yes, I did watch a stream where they were talking about it. Uh, and what I guess one of the person one of the people uh, had been following it for a while, and they said that leading up to the game, there was all these discussions about lore and all the story and everything. But when you actually get into the game. It, it doesn't have all of that. Right. You know, you get all these backstories and all this stuff, and it's all rich, and you think that you're going to get that rich story experience, and then when you get in, it ends up being a little thin. Yeah, very you know, Destiny 1 that on that front, where the story's all outside. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy the books. <laughs> Points are made up, and the stories don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those ones I wanted to like, I wanted to be excited about, and then was a little leery of as we headed closer to launch and there was a little delay here and there and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for for reviews or like maybe somebody that I watch, like you, Mike, like maybe Mike B will get it and, and I'll watch him stream it a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think the more streaming I watch, the less interested I become. And that's not to say there's it's bad. I don't, th yeah. I don't think it is. I think just getting to look at it has just made me more of, yeah, that's probably not for me. Not like, oh my god, this game's crap. That That's not the impression. There's a lot of love going into this game. An awful lot of love going into this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can see right here, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. And some of the character design, design stuff, it'll be like a little, like, cousin it or thing or whatever, like, little hand running around. Like, there's obviously a lot of really good design in this. It's just, I guess, again, like, the story is not like intertwined as, as deep as they would like. But Martha's Martha's saying he's saying I find the critics were pretty off on this one, taking small picky stuff and overblowing it. Well, the 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 bar has been set for these kinds of games. Yeah. You know, like when you look at Breath of the Wilds, and it's like okay, well, you got to have a game that's at least at least that in terms of you know, if your if your game's going to be reflective of that, then it should be at least that. Uh, and we had these same conversations with like other big games, like like World of Warcraft, right back in the day and Game Breaker days, where it's like, well, what's going to be the next thing to replace it? And it's like, well, it has to be something that offers all of this stuff. Because um, once you have a game that sets the bar, everything else can be compared to it. There was another game, uh, I think it was maybe like a, a, a mythology game I played for a little bit uh, on Epic that is also a, I guess you could say, a Breath of the Wild like. Um, and I enjoyed that too, but you know, it just didn't keep me for as long as I I would have hoped. I mean, beautiful like you know, uh, s s um, uh, scenes and, and landscape and everything, and the combat was fun, uh, but ultimately it didn't pull me in as much as I would have liked. Um, Is that Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising? Yes, it's exactly what it was. Thank oh, you so much. I love that. See, I love that game. I watched both. Yeah. Of you, but, I loved it. Yeah, I know. I I enjoyed when I played it, but you know what? Like, I have this. I have this thing where like. If I play a game during the week, it has to, and it's a new game. Like if I come back after the weekend, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm over it. Oh yeah, you do got it. <laughs> if I if if I can't get back into it, then it's failed the weekend test. You know, like there are games that I'm really into, but if I take a break 
then I just lose it. I'm just not interested anymore. So uh, and let me ask this then, because Hogwai sure. says it in chat too. Anymore, I need the whole package. Need the story, visuals, gameplay, all the engagement levels. Is it getting harder and harder to sell us shit? Because I don't feel like it is. We're spending money still, but then we're just bitching about everything <laughs> that we buy. I think, I think the issue is like what, what someone told me a while long ago, and this is actually I think when Steam Spy was not you know known to be run by a guy from Epic. But like five years ago, he said that the typical Steam, the median Steam review was 82%, meaning half the games were higher than that, half the games were lower. So if you see a game that's like 83, 84, you think, hey, that's pretty good. Really, it's average. Because there are so many games, when you have limited time or limited money or whatever, you only have time for so many games. And you're going to play games that are higher than that, even if that one is pretty good. So maybe Biomutant's in that same category. Maybe it's all right. But we've got 8,000 other games that we'd rather play instead of it. So I think that's kind of where you, where you get at. I mean, yeah, you talk about that, about how you know, are we just more picky. Yeah, we kind of are because we have so many more options. So I think that's part of it. I don't know because I'm, I'm still more of the camp. Like I will, okay, if your audio is crap, I will turn it off. That is number one. Like number one. I, I can't listen to just like grating noises and half-ass sound design. Um, yeah. That is number one for me. But I can de I'm totally fine with the visuals aren't there, but it's a compelling story, or the visuals are amazing and it's a mediocre story. Like it doesn't have to be the whole package for me, but maybe I'm an, an uh, maybe I'm an anomaly on this one. Sure. Well, it's it's kind of like watching a stream, right? Like even if the picture is beautiful, if the audio is crap, you're you're kind of turned off by it. Right. Um, and yeah, the, I would say the same applies to games. I mean, I've played lots of games that ultimately were shit, but because they were beautiful uh, and they had amazing sound design, it was just like, you know, those those senses were tingling when I was playing it and I, and I would enjoy it because of those things. Even if it was repetitive or if it was, you know, maybe lack story or something. Like, I mean, yeah, I probably played tons of games like that. Yeah, not, it's not great, but it's fun to play and it's a treat to the ears and the eyes. I said uh, almost that exact same thing, though, with um, Resident Evil 8, Jason, when we were talking about that on the, the show a couple of times after I beat it the, the first playthrough. I was like, you know what? I, th I feel like I just played Resident Evil 4 again, right? By the time I had ended it, I was like, wow, this hit, like, all the major four story beats and, you know, cinematic moments. And, I, I mean, it started in a rundown European town with a zombie swarm that all of a sudden disappears when some church bells ring. Well, shit, that is like the opening of Resident Evil 4. Uh, I thought the visuals were cool. The sound design, I thought, was phenomenal. That was the number one thing that I thought uh, of that game was the sound design. And you know what? I love the game. I love it. It's a rehash, basically, in a different, slightly different world uh, of Resident Evil. And... You know what? The sound carried it for me enough to a thumbs up. Absolutely mm -hmm. loved it. Absolutely loved it. I don't so know. it's kind of like uh, uh, The Force Awakens. A rehash of episode four. <sighs> but enjoyable. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the womps. Uh, also released, this is one Jason and I have laughed quite a bit about actually and uh i <laughs> see if we'll see if you remember why jason uh knockout city has been released you can actually play this one for free on your playstation uh, up until tomorrow up until tomorrow 30th of may they're they're ending this one 
Jason, I have a feeling at some point you and I will be covering this over on MMOBomb.com. <laughs> it does have that look, doesn't it? Um, for those of you that don't what know mean- what Jason and I do on MMOBomb, that is an exclusively free-to-play gaming website. <laughs> I have a feeling now- we'll be covering this game there at some point in the near future. But... It's not to say that it's bad, but I think launching with a box price was the wrong call here, though. That's all. Yeah, but it it is also apparently free on PC. Like, I look at it on Steam, it looks like I can download it now. Well, until May 30th, I believe. Yeah, until May 30th. Yeah, yeah, which I honestly, I didn't know. I didn't even know that until I saw it in the show notes. That's smart of them. It it looks neat. It does look neat. But I just remember, like, somebody had the audacity, right, Mike, to tell them on Twitter... Hey, you should. This should probably be a free to play game. I think this would do like really well as a free to play game, you know, because you got all this cosmetics room, you, you all this stuff, and like remember, Jason, they got they got, the reply was just like they blasted them, they blasted them. Like, not every game needs to be free to play, and where it was just like what you all they were they weren't even mean. They weren't even like your game looks like shit. Go free to play. No, it yeah. wasn't that. It was. Hey, this should probably be a free-to-play game like Rocket League. You'd probably get a bigger audience if you did it the way Rocket League currently does it. Uh, yeah. And they just like teed off on them, teed off on them. I think it's an interesting concept. I've downloaded it, but I haven't had a chance to play it over the last few days. So I am going to check it out while this this shows uploading to YouTube and stuff like that because it does look fun. It's a stupid brainless dodgeball game, and you know what? Sometimes that's all you need. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. It's got ninety five percent positive on Steam, which is above average. It's, it's over eighty two. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, I mean, it's what I hear is that it's good. I watched a couple streams of. It. I will say that it does not stream well. Um, there's a lot of there's a as you see in the video here. There's like a lot of uh, like high contrast neon color patterns uh, that are very fast moving. Yep. And because of all of that, just think about the compression artifacts and everything. Yeah. So we we're trying <laughs> to watch it. Your stream looks like an like, acid trip. What the hell? I mean, yeah, it just looks like a lot of the attacks, everything just look end up looking like they're smearing, you know, because of that. So it's it, I'm a little hesitant of it because of the um, uh, because of the artifacting and everything that goes on when you try to stream it. Because when I try to watch it, it just looked like it's kind of hard to follow. <laughs> Ninja um, Panda, it's Fortnite with balls. I I would consider a reword <laughs> of that sentence. I'd probably consider a reword there. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. It's like Splatoon, you know. Like Splatoon's a lot of fun because it's just a different take on multiplayer, hmm. uh, and you know, visual aesthetically, it looks great. And then this is here's another game that uh, that delivers kind of along the same thing. It's like here's a kind of a new take on. I mean, it's dodgeball. Like how many other dodgeball games do you have? You know. <laughs> but I you know I I agree. I didn't know about that tweet. I, I agree that you know a game that has a lot of cosmetic potential uh, could do really well as a free-to-play title, a lot of these multiplayer games come out if they're compared to anything else that already exists. And, and in some place, people will say, like, for example, Fortnite with balls. You know, it's <laughs> like, that's all it takes. Guess what? Fortnite's free, you know? I don't think that's then, what that's they were it. going for. They were like, guys, we want to make a game. Yeah. How about Fortnite with balls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the, at the but board people room. will liken it to that, though. They'll yeah, liken oh, absolutely. It to that, the because style, of the color the pat- talent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big bold colors, the big patterns, you know, like they they will uh, liken it to that. And and like I said, guess what? You know, it's Fortnite is free, so would they be willing to drop nineteen ninety nine on on this? You, you know? know what though, Mike uh, Mike Burn. Remember Rocket Arena? We used to talk about that. Yeah. Um, that was 
definitely going to go free to play someday. Well, it still isn't. Yeah. Even though it's like five bucks. But also, both of these games published by Electronic Arts. So. We'll see. If they haven't done it with that yet. Yeah, they may just hang on to spite us now at this point. Yeah. Specifically spite this show. That's that you, they're watching right now. Yeah, you could you could get it on EA Play for maybe they're maybe they're looking at this as a way to maybe they're thinking well people won't buy it instead they'll just pay for EA Play and they'll get a subscriber that way maybe they're looking at it from that perspective to try to get them into the ecosystem. I mean, yeah, everybody is trying to boost their ecosystem after Game Pass is just like freaking mm-hmm. going nuts. Yeah, Game Pass is the just best best disgusting deal value. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's go to some miscellaneous news because I want to ask you gentlemen a question. Oh. Yeah. Trivia time, trivia time. Oh. Apparently, Gearbox added uh, crossplay finally for Borderlands 3. Yay! That's good news. Oh, wait, it's not entirely good news. So Randy Pitchford, let's set aside his, you know, yeah, the fact that it's Randy Pitchford. Uh, for let's a minute. Never set that aside. Right. Let's just <laughs> set that aside. No, no, no. I was I was streaming on this channel. Somebody I didn't know came in and was like, "Oh, dude, you look like Randy Pitchford." And I was like, "You fuck!" I banned them. I banned them from chat. <laughs> I would too, honestly. <laughs> no, I said, "Really? I look like Randy Pitchford." Randy Pitchford has like 50, 60 pounds on me, and he was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Let me reword." You look like Randy Pitchford went to the gym. And I was like, oh, that's so much better. That's so much better. Thanks. What really like sucks. 50-year-old Randy Pitchford. What really sucks is I'm actually a professional magician. Like, magic man does not come out of nowhere. I saw women oh, in half and card tricks so and shit like that. you set yourself up. And so I'm- is he. So is Randy. If you don't know that, uh-huh. Randy Pitchford is yeah. a magician. Not a good one. Not a good one. From somebody that has worked at a magic shop. That somebody's done this professionally since I was 12. That does lectures for other magicians. I feel confident saying not a good one. Yeah. You should have made that thumb drive with his porn disappear. Zing! Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you the applause since we gave you the Thank womp you. womp earlier. <laughs> uh, but he did have this to tweet on the whole crossplay thing. Good news or bad news first. Good news, an update for Borderlands 3 has been prepared for release that includes full crossplay support across all platforms. And then immediately follows with bad news that totally makes that previous statement false now that I think about it. Um, Across all platforms. Right. Bad news. For certification, we have been required by the publisher to remove cross-play support for PlayStation consoles. Now, the publisher that Gearbox is, is referencing there is 2K Games. So he's referencing the publisher. Okay? That's the publisher of Borderlands. What it doesn't actually call out here is whether Sony just pulled the, hey, we don't want crossplay in this title, or whether they pulled out the whole, hey, you're going to have to pay us that we now know that they are doing from the Epic versus Apple lawsuit. Uh, we've seen those numbers and covered that on MMO Bomb extensively if you need caught up on that. But, and 2K maybe turned around and said, uh, no, we're not paying for that. Or we don't know who. So I'm going to put it to you, gentlemen. Mike, you first. Who pulled the trigger on this one? And I understand it's your total guess. You are not, uh, you don't have inside knowledge on the situation or anything. Yeah, I don't have inside knowledge, but it's definitely Sony. Definitely Sony. (laughs) Right. So, but was it Sony or was it 2K? Sony just saying no or 2K saying, uh, we're not going to pay you? 
I think, I mean, I think ultimately it was Sony that, that presented the bad deal, you know, like they, they're going to want them to pay. Um, and 2K doesn't want to pay for it. So that's it. I mean, it's, it's, I can't imagine that. I'm sorry. I can't imagine if we're, I mean, granted, we have issues with both parties here, you yeah. know, it's oh, really yeah. tough. It's really tough to be like, you know, Randy's, Randy's kind of the good guy here, right. but it, it kind of, it kind of feels that way. Well, you know? it is it like definitely... the whole Epic versus Apple. You're like, oh my God, you're both douches. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I guess I Epic, guess. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, who's but, at yeah. fault? Um, I think it's Sony for well, Sony's at fault for requiring this payment, but I think that was what it. I think they just presented a number to two K, and two K said nope. So, cause I, believe it or not, I actually believe Randy's speaking the truth here when he says that the, the publisher is removing it because the publisher is the one who's deciding if they're going to pay or not. And right, they're saying yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. Two K is the one that's going to foot the bill if they add yeah. the, the the PlayStation. In. Isn't, it, isn't it weird though for a developer to just kind of throw his publisher under the bus like that though? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too, which is what kind of was like, well, maybe it was just Sony that said no, because if I'm 2K in any capacity, I'm picking up the phone as soon as I see that tweet. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Why Why are you doing that to us? But then it's 2K well, and I realize they don't care anyway. Don't yeah, care. I mean, there's a couple of things, right? Like one, you know, when you're Gearbox, you kind of have a lot of weight to throw around, you know? Yeah, um, which is amazing actually yeah. to me in some respects that after but aliens there is still weight there <laughs> but at the same time um 2k could be setting a standard for future games like maybe 2k doesn't want to pay sony ever for any game and they're gonna they're gonna try to strong arm them in much in the same way that fortnite the epic tried to strong arm apple uh by basically just saying we're not gonna do this we're not gonna pay your, your whatever to, to do it and you know what people just won't buy a playstation to play our game on for on your platform so that's you know however that works out but if they if they announce you know uh, uh maybe a borderlands 4 or whatever like some other game where people are like super hype about it and then they see that well it's cross play for everything except for playstation um then maybe they'll be less inclined to purchase a playstation because i mean yeah not everyone's buying PS5s right now because you can't. <laughs> so I think Jason, though, we're it's... stuck in a we're stuck in a bad spot right now. I, I think mm -hmm. on the whole Sony crossplay situation, simply because Epic did go ahead and pay them for mm -hmm. for for Fortnite. I think you have a, a as a company like 2K or Gearbox or whatever. I think there's a lot more leg to stand on and say no, we're not going to pay and try to put pressure on Sony to cave in. Yeah. When there aren't companies like Epic that are perfectly willing to pay hundreds of millions of dollars for this to happen, it's like there is zero incentive for Sony to cave unless all of a sudden those checks stopped rolling in. Well, uh, Epic, you know, with Epic with Fortnite, you know, that's just a that's a I feel like there's a no brainer that they just keep right. making money, you know, like so they want it to be on that platform yeah. for them it's lucrative, and they're probably playing some fee or percentage or something like that just to the platform as well. Um, but with um, with Borderlands three, like it, it for me it just feels like like well, what are they really gaining? Like they won't sell another couple boxes. Everyone's already bought the game who wants to play it, you know. So it's really just a, a loss leader at that point. Why even bother doing it? This is an opportunity Not for them to cut the, cut them out. That and while you know there is certainly you know uh, multiplayer in Borderlands Three, 
it's not a pure multiplayer game you think like maybe something like Fortnite. You can do a lot of it single players. Maybe it's not as big a demand for them to have crossplay across multiple consoles. Yeah. Konami yeah. is still teasing the hell out of us, that's for sure. Which is a funny sentence to say in 2021. That Konami has anything relevant to say. If you haven't uh, played uh, Getsufumaden, the uh, the new one, Undying Moon, um, you really should. I might talk about it a little later. I might. But Konami's kind of saying, hey, that opened our eyes that some of our old franchises might be able to be uh, treated with care and make some money if we funded them out to other places, just further throwing gasoline on what we've talked about on this show before on a potential Metal Gear Solid uh, remaster and the revival of Silent Hills uh, with Kojima and and Konami with Sony playing divorce attorney between the two of them. Those are the internal rumors that Sony is wants that to happen. Uh, and then, of course, the company behind one of the best one of the best remakes in a long time, Demon Souls on the PS5. Fantastic. Blue Point mm -hmm. said rumored to be behind the Metal Gear Solid project. Well, Konami is not confirming either of those two things, but they are confirming, hey, we won't be at E3 this year uh, because we don't have time. They had this statement, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects. So please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. While we are not participating this year, we have great respect for the ESA, and we know that 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA, ESA and wish the best to all the participants in this year. Uh, in this year's show. A number of key projects deep in development. So kind of playing right into the rumors, Jason, without having to confirm a damn thing. Just providing grist for shows like ours, I suppose. What are they making? Well, let's say they got like 83 different franchises. It could be any one of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. New Castlevania game confirmed. Oh. I'm into season four now, by the way. So I'm, oh, how are you still, enjoying it? Along there, it's still pretty good. It's still the problem with the new season though is I it was the same thing in three that I was like, it's going to be slow at the start, but eventually they'll get there, I suppose. But I love season yeah. four. So maybe did that's you, it. Maybe did you watch the anime, Mike? Did you watch the Me? Castlevania? Yeah. No, I did not. I'm I'm really bad at watching anime in general. It's only it's four seasons. I try. Go watch. Go watch. I try. It's not, isn't technically anime a Japanese thing? This is just an animation, a cartoon. Or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It looks it looks good. It looks good. It's just I haven't sat down to watch it. It's that's incredible. All. It's incredible. Yeah. Fuck you, Konami. It's incredible. I think it's good. But oh, it's, it's good. Shut up, Jason. You don't like you don't like, like good things. You, you love don't everything. like good things. You David. love everything. I don't love everything. I told you I was yeah, lukewarm yeah. about Biomutant. I don't yeah, love everything. Hey, uh, did you guys see the God of War Ragnarok logo? <laughs> uh, that's all we got. <laughs> did I see it? I made it. No. That's, that's all we saw. And then Sony said, "Wait a minute! You didn't see that. You didn't see that." <laughs> 
John Cena did. This is a very weirdly evolving story that's actually still kind of evolving. So in an initial presentation, there was a for Sony, there was a slide that had a bunch of key IP logos on it. And one of one one of them was God of War Ragnarok, which is what we all kind of expected the name of the game to be, right? Like that was what they teased was Ragnarok. So we don't have any confirmation. Then it turned out that, hey, wait, the logo might have been fan-made <laughs> and just plopped on the slide there. But then, no, Sony went ahead and set, updated their original investor slides, replacing the original logo with a more generic God of War logo. They didn't give any reason to any of why they had changed this logo out uh, on the original presentation. And when asked about the original presentation, uh, they just kind of said, hey, we're not ready to announce anything yet. You didn't see shit. Move along. Move along. So, yeah, God of War Ragnarok. Enjoy. <laughs> I, I mean, you, okay, so, I'm, so I was wrong. You, you actually hate Vikings, so therefore this would be something you would Yeah, want. I'm not a Vikings fan. You know that. You mm. know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, not a fan. But no, the best part is that apparently someone at their company who putting this together just Google searched their logo and, and found this. And yeah. <laughs> I feel like this has happened. Uh, oh, wait, wait, didn't this happen with, like, the previous presidency? Didn't they use, like, a like a photoshopped uh like <laughs> we don't want to we don't want like, to talk about all the things that you like oh is this no i'm just saying like it happens everywhere yeah people just google oh, i'll just google this thing i need it'll be like images yeah you know, it's fine whatever and they end up grabbing something that's close but not quite <laughs> <laughs> could could happen all right so we all like game pass we all think that's brilliant uh and doing well so let me ask you this would you guys pay a sub if Netflix started doing games for a uh, subscription fee, kind of like the Apple Arcade does? If it was on top of my normal subscription and didn't, you know, if it was maybe oh, slightly no, discounted, no, no, way, no, 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 no. That's yeah. Listen no. to what I said, sir. Listen. To <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Follow instructions, please. Yeah, it absolutely will not be part of your existing Netflix subscription. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, not for free. I'm saying, but like, if it's like thirteen bucks for Netflix or five dollars for that, maybe if together you get it for sixteen. The or something, chat is know? screaming no extremely yeah. quickly. Like, I'm, I'm kind of upset with the Apple Arcade because I wanted that, uh, that RPG that was released by, um, oh, I don't even remember his name, with the dioramas, Jason, that one. Uh, but it's only oh, yeah, available yeah, one, on Apple yeah, Arcade, yeah. and I'm like, well, I guess I don't want to play really? it that badly. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. It was it, from the start. It was an Apple Arcade exclusive, and then I see Netflix. Okay. They're exploring an expansion into uh, online gaming with the same type of service. They continue to publicly say everything's in flux. We might not even do this, but they're also not saying we're not doing this. So no confirmation, no denial. Chat seems to think no way in hell would they pay for this. Mike B, you paying for this? Nah. Eventually, but eventually though, my Netflix subscription price will be enough to cover that. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> without actually offering the service. Oh, oh. Did we just lose him? I, I think we lost him. He went silent. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, Naked eight-year-old boy just came running in here to say hi. <laughs> 
<sighs> Boy, I had to stop that fast. I figured it, I figured it was a sun moment because I saw you lean out of shot there for a second. I was Man, like, oh, Declan I'll, ran I'll in. Tackle, That's I'll fine. tackle that poor kid. <laughs> All right, we're good. What was the question? You ain't paying We're Netflix. Gonna buy it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, admittedly, based on what they're saying about it not having, you know, premier games, if if it is like just the occasional thing like the Diorama RPG, then I wouldn't want it either. I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I would probably get it initially just to be able to talk about it intelligently on this show, like yeah. that week. Like I could see, you know, Mike, you and I, and, and Jason. Okay, I'm gonna do a month just so I can see it, mm -hmm. exactly how bad this is. Uh, yeah. so I can just bash it on a stream or whatever. Uh, or maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised, but I it, I mean, we tried remember Netflix, remember Gamefly? Remember when that was a thing? Remember oh, yeah. On Live? Yeah. On Live? Yeah, yeah. On Live. <laughs> That's <laughs> God, we're yeah. so old. No, but the Stadia? Is, though, these, these like <laughs> uh, th these boxes, these services, there's remember a guy in my community Stadia. top and he he uses Stadia. I forgot about Stadia. Uh, <laughs> that's the most recent one. <laughs> but uh, these services, like these streaming services, latency-wise, they're getting pretty good. Yeah. You know, so you can do a lot, but there's still latency there. Um, and so it, it, it's they're going to keep on trying. Eventually, I feel like eventually it's going to be like a norm. You know, like it's going to be just accepted. The same way that you know we were like, I'm not gonna play games on my phone. Now there's people that exclusively only game on their phone. You know, like they're gonna keep on like trying to hammer this until it sticks. Um, and you know, Stadia tried it, but you know, stay with Stadia. It's like it's Google. Like Google tries something for right. a minute, and then it's like, ooh, shiny, and then they're like, oh. Dude, I mean, shiny. there is a whole website dedicated to the products that Google has abandoned. That that's yes. all the website is. It's just a list of information <sighs> on every. Thing that Google's ever done that they've just abandoned. They've yeah. abandoned a Google's worth of them. <laughs> there, you can search their website for. <laughs> There's something <laughs> ironic in there. Uh, just a little reminder: two weeks from now, we got E3. Any predictions you guys want to get on the table now, knowing that some people aren't going to be there, but we do have the uh, Bethesda Microsoft conference where we kind of expect Starfield to officially be named an Xbox PC exclusive. Uh, so let's take that one off the table. Any other predictions you want to, you want to lock in for digital E3, Jason? That was exactly what I was going to talk about with Bethesda, but, um, hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's going to be, well, the, my prediction is going to be, there's going to be a ton of games that are announced is coming out like later this year. And like three quarters only pushed into next year because that's just how things go now. Good old COVID, huh? Good old COVID. Oh, yeah, it's COVID's fault now. Yeah, yeah sure. BlizzCon moved to early next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Any predictions, Mike? Um, if if BioWare shows up um, for whatever reason, then I would imagine this would be good timing for them to give us more about Mass Effect 4. It would be good timing for them. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like fresh, you know, we're right in the midst of, of reliving the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, and so it'd be a great time for them to just leak a little bit more. Uh, chat saying Dragon Age 4. Yeah, I mean, uh, these are games that we kind of expect to be to get more news about this year. Like if we were going to E3, I would expect to see more about Mass Effect because it was announced, you know, earlier this this year. 
Um, and Dragon Age 4, I think it's time, you know? <laughs> I think it's just time. Do you think uh, we see anything on uh, Elder Scrolls 6? Even if it's just a trailer or something? Or is that going to be the silent game of the year? They would have to, right? I don't I know. Think I think they, they might just try and ride Starfield. Yeah, I was about to say, I think they want to do one of those at once. That would be my feeling. They'll have another edition of Skyrim in some way to announce, I'm sure. <laughs> Skyrim on Android. Skyrim on Netflix streaming. Um... <laughs> That's what it'll be. Let me buy Skyrim on another platform so I can not play it on another platform. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I would... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't. I think that's gone. I think that's gone. As much as I want Beyond Good and Evil 2, I think it's gone and we just don't know it yet. All right. Last thing. We're all, uh, we were all alive in the 80s because we're old as fuck. Some of us fucker than others. <laughs> the Guardian put together a list of the 15 greatest video games of the 80s this week written by Keith Stewart. This list is sure not to make anybody angry, so don't worry about it. Everybody will love it and 100% agree with everything on the list. I don't want to hit every title here, but number 15 was Maniac Mansion. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I love Maniac Mansion. I played it. This is the PC version screenshot, but I played it on the... Uh, on the NES, rented that mm -hmm. many, many times. You I think gentlemen I are looking at it like you weekend. don't know it. I think I, I think I did rent that for a weekend. There was another game that I was a Shadow something. It was another like point and click kind of thing. I think I played that one through more, but I think I did play Maniac Mansion a little bit and didn't quite didn't get it. Day of the Tentacle is better. Mad Martha is one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. Uh, Fourteen was Jet Set Willy. Yeah, I'm gonna put this list. I'm gonna put this link in chat so people can kind of look along with us. Yeah, I had no clue what the hell that one was. They didn't include a picture. Full, full disclosure: I was born in '81, so it's not. I, you know, I was very young. <laughs> but yeah, I I had never even heard of Jet Set Willy. Thirteen was yeah. Track and Field. Konami's Track oh, yeah. and when Field. I, I think Track and Field. All I can think of is this. But yeah, banging those run buttons. Yeah, yeah, you use a battery, man. You got to use a battery on. Yeah, those you buttons. rolled it. What do you mean a battery? What? You, you put a battery there and you do this. Yeah. You can't do that in the arcade. Sure you can. Oh, in the arcade, really? man. Yeah, arcade, arcade, man. <laughs> sure remember you can. arcades? Yeah, I'm the only one old enough to remember those. Well, yeah. That's... <laughs> uh, number twelve, Impossible Mission. Another one that I didn't know anything about. Yeah, if it was a PC, if it was a uh, computer game, I probably didn't know it much in the, in those days. Oh, see, I, I played a lot on the Commodore sixty four, but yeah, I never, I never had one. Eleven Kung Fu Master. If you played it on the NES, you knew it as just Kung Fu. Yeah, great game, but I was actually very surprised to see it on a list of the fifteen best games for the eighties. I'm surprised you have that and not something like uh, Karate Champ. Or even yeah, because that Karate Champ was kind of like the first fighting game. It's what spawned, in some way, spawned Street Fighter and stuff like that. So, oh, ten Ultima Four. I don't think anybody's surprised that that's on there, right? I'm surprised it's so low. I'm surprised that it's the only RPG on there. Like there's a lot of other stuff, whether it was the Dragon Warrior stuff or Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have rather seen those. 
Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy, the original was what, like 86, 87, 88, something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I, now that you say that, I'm kind of stunned that that's not on there. Part of me thinks that, you know, going down this list that they they tried, they almost went out of their way to include other platforms, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that's tough because, you know, yeah, I was born in the 80s too, but, like, I didn't get a Nintendo until, like, the late 80s. Same here. So, so for me, it's like, you know, I see some of these games and it's like 1984 and it's just like 19, you know, 1980, Pac-Man. It's like, okay, well, I played Pac-Man before. Is that the best game of the 80s i guess so sure you know 1980 you know <laughs> sure. it was hot in the arcades <laughs> before i was you know able to walk um in number nine yeah, outrun i think definitely belongs there sure yeah i'll run i'll run was a great guy I, mean, I played that uh in the 80s i think <laughs> again when i think 80s racing games i'm thinking pole position it's, but you know oh, that's true too yeah i mean it's just weird the list is weird it is like there's <laughs> there's no games that i'm like uh maybe it's like oh yeah that that's a definite for me and then other ones that i'm like what the f no i have no idea what that is it shouldn't be on this list your list is wrong yeah. uh eight i think is a no-brainer sim city yeah. sim city is is a no-brainer mm -hmm. and, and it, you also have to like question i guess the criteria on on what makes them the best because they really don't give any they just say button bashing arcade sports vied with the thrill of urban planning. Pac-Man ate up everything, and Super Mario Brothers smashed gaming into the mainstream. Like there is no, to your point, Mike, about like we're trying to get everything represented by a couple different platforms, or is it just yeah. the impact they made to the '80s or gaming in general? In which case, like SimCity has to be on any list that does that. Uh, yeah, you 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 could very easily split this up into two lists and have a a, a early '80s and a and a mid to late '80s, and you could have two very robust and very accurate lists. Because once once the NES started to get traction, it started to be picked up by basically every parent that could afford it, uh, or every maybe your friend had one. Uh, you know, once once that started to pick up, like that changed gaming entirely. Like the mid '80s on, are such a different gaming environment from the first. I mean, think about like think about the 2010s, right? Like there are games that you've played in 2012 that you probably still play today. They don't feel like they're like in 20 years. You're not gonna look back and say, yeah, you know, it was a very different 2010 to 2014 versus 2015, 2019. You know, that whole decade yeah. can I be. Mean, you can I mean, people play World of Warcraft. Decade. I mean, that's you know, 17 years old. So there you go. Yeah. So I mean, you know, looking at this list, it's like they, yeah, like I said, they tried really, really hard. A lot of these titles are like pre 1985 and below the arcade titles. Yep. Um, it's just glaring yeah. omissions for calling it an, an 80s list. SimCity, no doubt, would be on on that sure. list. No doubt. Yeah. Robotron 2084, I don't think would ever, and it's in seventh. Like, it's not a bad game, yeah. but Defender should be there I, I, instead of Robotron. Gauntlet yeah. in 1985 in sixth oh, sure. place. Gauntlet I could see no. making the list. I might disagree on where, but yeah, it, yeah, it is Gauntlet, the Guardian we're talking pick. about. I guess. Uh, five, Gradius. Again, I wouldn't argue with that. Sure. Four. Well, again, I probably put Defender above the side shooting spaceship. Yeah. But yeah. Four, Elite. Three, Super Mario Brothers. Three. Three. And I, I won't deny like the huge impact Super Mario Brothers three had. It had but a I movie. I think you got to put Super <laughs> Mario Brothers on the list, right? 
You have oh, to yeah. put the original. Wait, wait, you mean the original Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. The, for all it, intents it, and purposes, it, and then, that game revived the industry here in the West. <laughs> I, I, I would. God, that's tough. I, I think that I don't know this for sure, but I'm I'm fairly certain that Super Mario Bros. Three probably boosted NES sales way more than anything else because the movie, like I mean, with the Wizard, um, like that's such a huge PR push for a game that wasn't even released yet. So like your first glance at the game was watching the freaking movie, so like that, this I would I would actually put Super Mario Brothers three on this over Super Mario Brothers one for sure. Okay, but there you go, Mike. There's a there's a platformer wow. I liked Super Mario three. There, there you, you go. go. Super oh, Mario yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I I will not deny its impact. It's great game. It's like any of that stuff. But if you could put a top fifteen list together, I think you put both or you put Mario one like. I don't know if three stands alone. I I, can, I don't know if we I can agree do. with you on that one. We can all agree two was kind of crap. And, well, two was just Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, skin, I know, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, Pac Man. Yeah, I think that's going to be on any of these lists. And then number one is Tetris, which is another one that I feel like Mike, your point about two different lists for half a decade might have better served this than you put. Mario uh, one on one and then Mario three on the other. Uh, Tetris, I feel like, is the same way, right? Yeah, it came out in 1984 for PCs and stuff like that. But Tetris didn't like explode until the very, very tail end of the 80s when the Game Boy popularized it as as yeah. far as mass consumption. That was like mm -hmm. very close to the end of the 80s. No doubt it makes this list, but I don't know if it's number one. I I honestly I. I thought this list was going to end with the cheesy Pac-Man being number one uh, because that's kind of what I just expected going in. Yeah, Tet I think Tetris is a good pick. Like, if I were to say what's a number one and, and between this and all the other ones on the list, I would say Tetris probably deserves to be there for sure. Just because of the reach, you know? It's an accessible title. Yeah. Anybody can play. You just match the shapes. It had a catchy, like, catchy songs. Um, I remember some of their ads were ridiculous. Uh, and it was just, you know, it was just a game that, you know, your parents could play and also you could play, you know, and you, and everybody would enjoy it. Cause it's just, it's the accessibility was such, such a broad range. Um, so yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, Tetris probably deserves to be there. Uh, yeah. I don't know about number one. That's all. That's all. I, I, I think I agree with you. The more that I look at this, like it should be two lists. Because I think there's just so make number one? so many notable omissions here. So many notable <laughs> omissions. Mario one. How, how do you not have a RPG of some type, whether it's Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest to Jason's point? Ultima they have. That's how, their one. Yeah. yeah. How is Donkey Kong not on this list somewhere? Um, yeah. Zelda. How is the Legend of Zelda not on this list? Although somewhere? we're all kind of Nintendo fanboying a little bit. Yeah. See, yeah, and that's, so that's, I'll grant you that. That's the split. You know, yeah. like that's why I mean. Yeah. Ultimately, we're arguing about a general news site, just like trying to tap into a market that they don't. Oh, understand. it's just, it's one hundred percent clickbait. I was just like, yeah, sure, let's well, talk about this. No, no, <laughs> but, but but still though, it's it's it is so interesting. It's like somebody sat down and made this list, and they were really confident about this list. Like, <laughs> and and an editor looked at this and was like, looks good. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> so you know, like it, to me, it just—I mean, I don't well know done, Jimmy. Was, Hit publish. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to bet that the writer of this one is probably ten years our senior. You know, oh, there's a picture um, at the top of the article. He looks like he's about mid to late 30s, maybe. I'd guess, maybe early 40s. He looks pissed. <laughs> he doesn't shave for a while either. Of course, I'm not one to talk. Yeah, look at his picture at the top of the article. Okay, okay. And then I notice how they up. have the. Here it is. I looked him up. He, he was born in 1971. He's 50 years old. Okay. Damn, so, you called it. It's an old picture, baby. Called it dead on. He's 10 yeah, years older is. than me. And it's nice how they have like a Princess Diana holding the computer there in the, in the photo. I thought that too. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that, but I thought the same thing. I, oh. <laughs> All right, so now hold on, hold on. We got to fix this so chat knows what the hell we're talking about. Well, I put the link in chat. They can all look at it. That's fine. I'm going to bring it up for the recording. I literally, when I was like going through last minute to to put everything together, and I was like, what are they showing her? No, that's not her because she's wearing a uniform. (laughs) Before she married Charles, she actually worked as a a, a video game store, an electronic store. Let me just fade that in for you. Put it right there. Q, I am not. So the mics here talking shit about people older than them. No, I'm just <laughs> saying there has to be a reason why this list exists in its current form. And my guess of age was <laughs> correct. And yes, look at that. Look at that. I can't believe all three of us were like, why is that lady Diana? Mar- Martha agrees and he would know. He's, he's from that country. So yeah. There we go. All right. Matt Martha sees it. And so it's not just us crazy Yankees. Uh, officially got a Brit to <laughs> help us out on that. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Not just our nutty Yankees. All right, gentlemen, it's time to finish up and go to our games of the week. You know, you know how this works by now. This is the segment of the show where each of us recommends a game. Could be something we're playing now. Could be something we played 40 years ago, 20 years ago, in the 80s. Doesn't matter that we think you should check out. And then in the YouTube comments or on the comments right down below the video on readycheckradio.com, you let us know who gave you the best recommendation for this week. Mr. Mike B., you are the guest. You can go first. Uh, so my my number one, this week I didn't play much, obviously, but the but I cannot wait. Now that I'm home, the game that I'm looking forward to getting, getting it back into uh, is Dorf Romantic. Um, it's just like it's, it's, it's a tile-based kind of like um uh, i don't want to say like a city builder but you just kind of place these tiles around and you kind of expand your land you can link together different uh um uh different pieces like uh rivers or lakes or train tracks and all that and you can kind of build it's kind of like building like a toy like train set you know uh but there's ways you can earn more tiles and it's super super chill game until you start running out of tiles and then it's not chill anymore um but yeah it's uh it's a it's a good one like it's a real good relaxing title um great music like kind of like this lo-fi kind of ambient kind of music uh, just really, really, yeah, yeah. The, the the borders here really remind me of Dorf Romantic, actually, because <laughs> 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 everything is very hex based. Um, but yeah, it's, that's that's my number one title for the past couple of weeks for sure. I'm gonna go with something I mentioned earlier: Getsufumaden, Undying Moon. If you like roguelikes, if you like Metroidvanias, if you like seeing a uh, old Konami title remastered and redone in a new way in a modern era, it just came out last month. 
Granted, many of you might not know about it since the original didn't come out in the West, but if you buy it, you can get the original as part of the package too. Plenty of weapons, plenty of action, some fantastic animation on some two, two and a half D sprites. Definitely recommend checking it out. Finish it up, Jason. I'm going to go with Total War Three Kingdoms, which is a game I played quite a lot of since it came out about two years ago. And now it's done. Yeah, Our Creative Assembly is done with it. They finished the story. They said that, yeah, <laughs> they said that they're going to stop developing on it and uh, move on, make a new game in the Three Kingdoms era, which has got some people not real happy because they've done a lot of uh, a lot of DLC for this one set in the area around it, like around 200 BC or whatever it is. And a lot of people are not, or is 80 or BC? I can never remember. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you think I'd know having played it? But yeah, they. They're not getting a great response because a lot of people are saying, well, why don't you just make it in this game? Why do you have a sequel that's going to be set in the same place? It's still going to be in China, but going to be different how exactly? They didn't do a great job announcing it, and it's going to review bombed all the hell. But the original is still pretty good, and I guess this means it'll be discounted soon, so go ahead and give it a shot <laughs> if you like it. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Gaming Gumbo. Remember, here on Ready Check Radio, we've got three podcasts, one on Tuesday at 7, one on Thursday at 7, and then this one Saturday at 7, covering Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast, the Relic Grind, which is our Square Enix podcast, and then our general gaming one, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. Appreciate it if you give us a follow. Turn on those notifications, tell your friend, come on over, hang out with our uh, entire team of volunteer streamers that hang out and chat. If you're live here joining us, we actually have a streamer coming up right after the show today. Torchwick, how are you? I'm doing good. What about you? Uh, you know, I, I can't complain. Nobody listens. You know how it is. Uh, what are we streaming today? Are we we still uh, trucking right along? We're, uh, we're going back to Resident Evil, the original. We lost a lot of progress at the end of last stream, so we're going to have to do that first. Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. You had some some stuff go down in this the snake battle. Uh, no, or we no, got the past the plant by the plant stuff. Yeah, we did the plant boss fight, and then we got decapitated immediately, and now we have to do it again. Fantastic! I love that uh, you are suffering through the same things I <laughs> suffered through so many years ago. Torchwick stream, by the way, uh, phony is called games older than me. He's only allowed to play games that predate his date of birth. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Dare I ask how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> He's 17. <laughs> 17. Oh, man. So, and basically, oh, anything before 2004 is, is fair game. So Resident Evil 1 is on the docket. He already beat FF6 for the first time. And uh -huh. Metal Gear Solid, the original on PS1 on uh, max of no radar difficulty so now we technically play wild classic he could uh, he could <laughs> <laughs> don't make me do that please <laughs> throw his ass in ever quest i play ff11 first let me de-level in ff11 before i play wild classic please. yeah Yep. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned for Torchwick. We will, of course, be live here again next Saturday. Until then, though, Mr. Mike B., where can everybody find you? Thank you so much for stopping by. It's an absolute yeah, pleasure doing a show with you again. It's been too long. It has been a long time. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you for working with my schedule. It's been like everything's opening up, so everyone's trying to get out and do stuff. We all got to get, get hugging each other and swap and spit. Uh, but, yeah, you can find me, AK Mike B., on all the things, uh, uh, Twitch, YouTube, um 
uh, things. <laughs> so <laughs> so good at the there. social media. <laughs> yes, yeah, social media, social things. Streaming every day, uh, one one Pacific time. It does the sub night. Um, and uh, and that's it. Yeah. So awesome, Mr. Winter. Find me on Twitter at Winter Informal and streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. That's how you do the social media. Yeah, right see, there. I've done this enough times. I don't just like, you, you, you do the things and the stuff and the blah, blah, blah. No, so you just got stuff. my little outro and I'm good. I'm <laughs> Mike Byrne. You, you can follow me right there, Magic Man Juan, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so that we can tweet at you every time a show goes live or any one of our volunteer streamers decides to play a game. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Yeah.